0: I think there's also this uh, misconception from people who see people who are successful and they're like, they've got it all figured out, they know what they're doing. And I'm like, I am still figuring it out. Like I am a human, we're all humans, like trying to navigate this the best that we can. Um, And so my way that I think is the best way to serve people is probably gonna be different than your way. And that's okay too. So it's not to be like, oh, my way is the best way. And like everyone needs to do it this way. But to, I think that we have this opportunity Where we get to really be in integrity with what we stand for and our values and our mission in the world. And we have to um, really take a stand for what we believe in and show up online so we can attract the people and serve at our highest level to create those shifts that we want to see in the world, too.
1: You're listening to the Sovereign Society Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and my greatest passion is to help you transform your doubt into the courage you crave to activate your thriving business from the inside out. As a kundalini business mentor, speaker, and modern medicine priestess, I believe the world's ready for your medicine more than ever. By embracing all facets of our human experience, we have the power to cultivate a conscious tomorrow today. Every Wednesday, I gather some of the greatest leaders, teachers, and revolutionists of our time to talk about all things social justice, personal empowerment, and what it takes for you to uplevel your business and life. It's time for more good people making good money doing great things in the world. Best believe this is the place that's going to take you there. If you're ready to unleash your medicine and revolutionize the world as we know it, I invite you to dive in and join us on this wild ride. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and I am so pumped and so excited to be here with you on this powerful episode with my girl, Lexi D'Angelo, and this is a conversation I've been patiently waiting for for a long time and I've been following this woman for years and just to see the evolution of her business is just so inspiring and so this one's a really great one for those of you who are building your business and are really in this space of understanding what it takes to share your magic and your medicine and the process that it really is it's a journey, right? We're all on this journey when we're building our business and we're here to make a difference, and we have really focused intention, and the depth should really be there for our clients and for what's in store. So I was really excited to have Lexi here because we talked about branding and we talked about mastering your craft, and we talked about you know what it takes for you to really recognize that you have this opportunity in your industry to understand and to see the gap that's been going on. Like what has been the missing piece that you can do something about? So it was really cool to just really bring in this conversation about what's inspiring us to teach to our clients and to our community and to understand what it takes to really be successful and to really do your job correctly in this industry. And if you've seen me lately on Instagram, you know, I've been very bold on my no bullshit approach and to just be completely transparent with what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling and. You've heard it in the last couple episodes, too. Like, I'm very open about this because there's not enough conversation. So this is how, you know, I'm recognizing the gap. I'm answering the call by doing something about it and educating in a way that has, you know, integrity into it. And I think this is the biggest thing that we all really need to embrace is the integrity that it takes to go out there and to build that soulful business. And so we talked a lot about what I just shared alongside like the importance of integration and embodiment and creating a business beyond the cookie cutter approach that so many other teachers and people think needs to be done because remember you are sovereign like You are the one creating the rules here. There's no, this is what needs to be done. This is your path. This is your medicine. This is your unique approach to share the wisdom and the gifts ahead. And so this has been, it was really awesome to be able to have this conversation with Lexi because she gets it. And she's someone I really respect in this industry because she's just so on top of her shit. And she, what she's sharing is so pure And it's really moving mountains. And so we talked a lot about, you know, making space for what it takes to start to actualize what it is we desire and, you know, reclaiming your sovereignty as you up level your business and really taking a radical responsibility, not just for your business, but also for your life and for the patterns that have brought you through, maybe have left you in the loop and have left you, you know, confused or the self-sabotage, whatever has been limiting you from going out there and sharing your work. Like we got so real in this conversation and I just love this woman so much. And we talked a lot about her techniques that she uses in her integrative alchemy certification, which I'm really excited to be sharing with you all that anyone who signs up uh, with into this program through the link here at bit.ly slash I-A-P-S-S, all in caps, you're going to be getting a bonus one-on-one coaching session with me where we're going to come up with your marketing strategy together. But essentially this program, which you'll hear more about in this episode, brings in Lexi's methodology of what she's learned over the years of building her business and NLP, hypnotherapy, time techniques, and EFT. So I've been working a lot with the EFT. And as I'm on, I'm in the process of writing my book, I've done the time technique of like, really seeing my journey and seeing the patterns. And these are all really powerful practices you can use, which is why I wanted Lexi on this podcast is because my commitment to you all, is to bring depth to your life. I don't do surface level work. Like if you've seen the testimonials from my clients who've embarked in my programs before, they'll tell you straight up like, this is is not like surface level work by far that Sabrina does. And I believe in the depth because if you are committed to be In this world of coaching or mentoring or what have you, you need to make sure you have a solid container to hold space for the transformation your clients are about to embark on and yourself. So you have to do the deep internal work first if you want to experience you know the success you really desire. So you're gonna really find a like tune into a lot in this episode. This one's I, I'm just so stoked with these what l- the latest episodes I've been sharing with you all because again there's so much depth and there's so real and so much juiciness and goodness and all the good juju that just oh just feeds my soul. But Lexi D'Angelo, she's the founder of Integrative Alchemy Practitioner Certification Program, and she's done all the training. She's a master NLP trainer, a clinical hypnotherapist, and she's a life and success coach that really helps leaders confidently facilitate miracle style client results that help them really stand out and sell out at the high level prices, which is great. And she really is here to help her her people and her clients to ditch the guru strategies that are sucking their souls. And instead, she's really big about tuning into your inner truth and your inner knowing so that you can go forth and claim your unique magic and have this fulfilling and sustainable success in your own way. So this is about you. This is like the definition of what it means to be a sovereign mentor and business leader. And I just love this woman so much. And I'm really excited for you to learn more about her, to really feel into what is being shared here and to really take into account that you have the the power to create the business and life that you desire. It takes work. If it didn't, everyone would be doing it. So if you're really committed to doing this, this work and you want to do this, this field of work, it's going to require you doing the work. And that's what Lexi and I really talked about in this episode. So again, like learn more, you can learn more by checking out bit.ly slash I-A-P-S-S all in caps. Um, to learn more about her program, which she's starting the waitlist for in October, and she's gonna be launching the next round in February. But I'm really excited for you to hear how we see, how we can make these modalities mainstream and still respect the sacredness of what is. So without further ado, I'm excited for you to check out and tune in to this powerful game-changing episode with my girl, Lexi D'Angelo. Enjoy. Hello and welcome <laughs> to this episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I am your host, Serena Riccio. And honestly, I have been waiting for this conversation for so long with my girl here, Lexi D'Angelo. I've been following this woman for years. Like I've literally seen your brand evolve and it's been so beautiful to see where you are now. And I just, I see you so in your power and so in your dharma. And so I'm just so grateful that I get to finally have this conversation with you. Like this has been one on my list since I started the podcast really. So wow! I thank you for taking the time to have this conversation with me.
0: Oh, I feel so honored and I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to see what we dive into today.
1: <laughs> I know, just going into the flow, but um, I just, you know, the biggest thing I, I really want to start with is like talking about how your your brand and your business has evolved because I do feel like a lot of people who are starting their business, you know, they're all like, oh, like they have the big dreams, which are great. And there's also steps to get there uh-huh. and to also just be patient with the process because it evolves as we evolve. So I would just love to hear your story about when you first started to where you are now yeah. and like how that journey has really made yeah. its, its ebb and flow. Yeah, shit. I mean,
0: <laughs> that- <laughs> That journey. Interesting. I mean, it has been quite a fucking journey, um, to say the least. And I'm a really impatient person for the most part. And so when I first got started in this coaching world, like I had that vision and that feeling of what it would be like when I quote unquote made it. And I was like, so tapped into what that would look like and feel like, but I knew it was so far away because I had zero clients and I was health coaching, which like wasn't totally in alignment with what I really wanted to be doing. And so for me, I just want to give a shout out to like anybody who's tuning in right now, who you're just starting and you have these big dreams, and these big visions but you're kind of like, okay, how do I go from where I'm at right now to where I want to be? Because it can feel overwhelming Um, but what you said is like, it's the constant step-by-step evolution. And as you grow, your business will grow and it'll change and it will evolve. And I think that there's sometimes this like clenching of like, I have to get it right, right now, but there is no right except for what is right now. Um, and so, yeah, like I started out, like I was saying in the health coaching industry, which was kind of random. I was sort of into my health at the time and. Um, had seen how profoundly that was having ripples in my life, and I wanted to support other people with that. And I heard about this thing called health coaching, where you could talk to people online. What year was that? What year was that? Oh, what year is? I think it was two thousand thirteen when I first heard mm-hmm. about it. And um, yeah, IIN was like there was like an ad, a Facebook mm-hmm. ad for IIN. And I was like, what is this? And so that was kind of the portal that led me into this whole world. Um, you know, ultimately I joke around that at the time I really liked pizza too much, wine too much, et cetera, to be a good health coach. So, um, on the side, I was doing like random branding things and social media things to like make money while I was trying to do this health coaching business. And, My dog is growling at me right now. I thought she was going to be down for the count. Um, Should I put her outside? She's cool. Come here, Nola.
1: We keep it real here. She just wants
0: attention. She's a superstar. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I basically like people were like, you're really good and helpful at this business stuff and this marketing stuff. Now Kato wants in on the act. I'm so sorry. They were like, <laughs> no, this is how, music. um,
1: hello, buds, buds at my feet too. Like they, they know what's going on. They're like, we're, she's going to step into her truth right now. Yeah.
0: They're like, let me share mine too. And my flop everywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you guys will be on your best behavior. If not, I will uh, put them outside. But anyway, so um, I'm like so distracted by them. What was I saying? Uh, Right. Okay. So they were like, Oh my God, this is so helpful with the business and the marketing. Like, why don't you do this? And I was like, that's a great question. Like, I love helping people with like their bigger visions and stepping into their brand and making these things come to life. And so, you know, it was just one clue after another, because then I went more into like the business coaching world, then into spiritual coaching, and then like a mix of like astrology and business coaching. And then, you know, everywhere in between, like if there was a sort of- That's the one I remember.
1: I remember you had like the wheel, Oh, like you had like the, what the, with the different, like, it was like a year long program. Yep. And I just, I just loved your branding and I love branding. I mean, that's like my shit. So I was like, oh, this girl's got go going on. Yes.
0: Like branding (laughs) is how I feel like I tap into the energy and the vision of what I'm creating. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the times my team will be like, you need to step away from the graphics. And I'm like, you're right to an extent where like, I can't get lost in the nitty gritty. But when I'm creating something, when I can really like play around with graphics and the visuals and it just helps me anchor into it so much more. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. So you get me people who like process like that. They So you're not, you're
1: not alone. (laughs) You're not alone. Cause like, I'm the same way. Like even, even when I was back in college, like I have my degree in business and I was like an emphasis in marketing. Like I was in charge of the visuals and the branding. Like that was like that was my favorite thing. I mean, granted I was like the stoner in college and I just would get caught up in like making all the graphics and making things look pretty and like have the best like presentations out of the whole class. And, but to me, I think there's such a powerful energy in that branding too.
0: Yep. I do as well. And I think that like, I mean, visuals create like a, they have an energy around it. Right. And they carry Mm -hmm. like magic with them And so I think that, um, sometimes when people say things like, oh, you know, your environment like doesn't really matter. Or like, so what if you're staying at a nice hotel versus a regular hotel? I'm like, no, like that really matters. Like my environment, the way the clothes I wear, um, you know, the way things like look on my sales page, like that matters to me because it really does, um, you know, there's a
1: frequency to it.
0: Totally. Like it's it's all energy yeah. and it really mm-hmm. does t- transport me like into a different world. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, for I think a lot of my clients, whether they think that way or process that way, I will always have people just say like, there's something about your vibe or like the look and feel of your brand that just captivated me. And I didn't really understand it, but I knew I had to learn more. So that's usually like the thing that, intrigues people and then you know the content of course helps them stay but I think there is something to be said about you know powerful graphics and a powerful brand for sure
1: yeah and with that it's like I know for the like I have definitely got caught up in focusing too much on the perfectionism like I'm a yes. Virgo moon so I'm like you, you know, know rising it's like, so I get it <laughs> So it's always like, needs to like, look good. And then sometimes though, like, I know with my clients, like I have them make sure that you're focusing on the content first and like who you are first. Cause you can have it look pretty, but if the, if the content isn't there, it's not going to do anything.
0: Totally. And I think that's where, not that my content was like bad when I first started, but I think that my my graphics like gave me, uh, an edge, and a like this professionalism that wasn't quite established yet. And so mm-hmm. I was attracting people, but I felt like really insecure about my skills and my, um, yeah, like the coaching tools that I had in my toolbox and all the things. So I felt like very fraudy. Um, and mm-hmm. that was definitely really difficult. And so it, And this, like, element of perfectionism set me out on this path of, like, well, I have to, like, have all the knowledge and all the tools. And, like, that's a whole clusterfuck in itself. And so I think along this journey, it's been interesting to navigate, okay, like, where's the line between I really want to be masterful at my craft and, like, okay, now this is just perfectionism and this is, like, shiny object syndrome and all that stuff. And so um, being able to tap into my truth and really feel into my vision and where I feel like I'm going next versus what everyone else is doing and what people are saying, like you should be doing has been really interesting to navigate.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I was just posting on Instagram the other day that like to be a good spiritual teacher is more than just good marketing. Yeah. You know, like there's so many people out there that are like crushing it with the marketing and good for them. But like, what is your why? on why you're doing this work. Is it to feed the spiritual egotism or is it to actually be of service? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's what I've been seeing a lot. And it's just like, I can't keep quiet about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I just feel like I have to call it out because otherwise like, it's just going to keep going. And there's kind of like this, like vicious cycle right now in the spiritual wellness community that just makes me sick. And it was amazing hearing like how many people, like I did a poll, like how many people were like, Oh my God, I'm so tired of it. You know? And there's so much of that comparison paralysis that can come to, um, with social media. And it's like, Oh my God, like they look like they're having the best life and there can be that shame of like, well, I'm not there, you know, like
0: Totally. totally. Um, Yeah. I think there's like a couple of things inside of that because there there is this element of, I, like I said, I've taken so many certifications and programs and things, and there's been some like really amazing marketing. And then I got on the inside and I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That was my reaction. I was like, what, (laughs) um, how is this like even okay? How is this even like a, a thing? Uh, and so that, definitely propelled me to like, want to create my own programs and my own certification, because I saw a huge gap in what was mm-hmm. being marketed versus what was actually being taught. And, uh, I wanted to make sure that people were actually getting what they you know paid for and what they were coming for. Um, but then again, there's also that line of like, okay, comparisonitis and mm-hmm. you know, what is overdoing it. And I think that in the past I've tried to like overstuff my programs to compensate for things that like I felt frustrated with in other people's programs, but that's not helpful either. So it's like, I think that this is just like, so interesting to navigate um, because I think there's also this uh, misconception from people who see people who are successful and they're like, they've got it all figured out. They know what they're doing. And I'm like, I am still figuring it out. Like I am a human. We're all humans like trying to navigate this the best that we can. Um, and so my way that I think is the best way to serve people is probably going to be different than your way. And that's okay too. So it's not to be like, oh, my way is the best way. And like, everyone needs to do it this way. But to, I think that we have this opportunity where we get to really be in integrity with what we stand for and our values and our mission in the world. And we have to, um, really take a stand for what we believe in and show up online so we can attract the people and serve at our highest level to create those shifts that we want to see in the world too.
1: Definitely. And I know for me, like when I created Thrive, it was really important for me to help my clients like really hone in on what do you value? Like what are, what is the ethos of like what you're doing? Because I just feel like, you know, a lot of people want to be coaches right now or they want to be mentors right now, but like You have to understand, like you are creating a sacred container for your clients to have transformation Mm -hmm. and you need to make sure you have that solid foundation first and that really solid container first, because alchemy is happening. Metamorphosis is happening. Transmuting is happening. And you want to make sure it's solid so that there aren't holes coming through and leaking out because this is, this is spiritual work. And we have to make sure, and this is sacred work.
0: Yep. And I think I get lost sometimes or a lot of times, unfortunately. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm all
1: about like having this medicine and this magic become mainstream, but how do we also allow it and make sure it's in its integrity Mm. and that it's still respected and not just like a trendy thing. like this is, this is, these are ancient, (laughs) like this is ancient medicine that we're working with here. And so I just know like the, there's so much of that's happening that just feels like there's holes, like it's not solid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like And that's, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's where I've been so frustrated lately, you know, I
0: get it. And that was part of the reason for me creating the certification is because because I was there like in the past too, where I wanted to help people and I wanted to create these sacred spaces and containers, but I wasn't equipped to, to be completely honest. And, um, you know, we learn as we go and we're doing the best we can with the tools that we're given at any moment. But I just knew that like, if I had felt that way along the journey and like I had taken all these courses and done all these programs and I still felt like inadequate and also um, struggling to really facilitate like the deeper, more transformational experiences, then that was a problem and that I wasn't alone. Like I definitely wasn't alone in that. And so how could I, you know, change that? And how could I make sure that when people are meaning well, and they want to be, you know, the change in the world. Well, okay, how do they do that in a way that's like ethical and an in integrity and healing, not hurting? Because sometimes like when we're doing this work there, there's a, a desire to help. But if we, you know, poke and prod and do things that open wounds, and we don't know how to facilitate the healing work and like close it up then like we're just letting people walk around like it's like you know comparison or comparing it to surgery like with these open gashes or whatever it is like we really need to know how to um facilitate the entire seal process. the container yeah
1: hmm mm-hmm. Definitely. And that's, that's how, you know, that's a, that's a teacher or a guide who's been doing the work because to me, it's just like, I was talking about this with my mentor last week and she's been doing this work for 30 years and she's not really on the online world yet because she's, she's busy helping people all over the world. And, and she was just like, I'm really concerned about the way the spiritual movement is because like there's holes and it's more than just, um, a weekend certification. Yes. Like you have to really be embodied yes. <laughs> and integrated. And, you know, that's the thing too, like in Kundalini yoga, we talk about like the action, like doing the work, like is the, the Kundalini rising is the masculine, but the integration and the embodiment is the feminine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't doing the embodiment element of
0: it. Yes. Yes. And, um, that like, I was getting caught in a trap prior because I, I personally am so comfortable in the mental plane. Like I love learning and I love like getting into concepts and theories and I could geek out on that shit all day long. And that's what I found myself doing, but I was skipping over the integration and the embodiment and really letting it, um, sink in and permeate my everyday life and my everyday actions and that's when I realized like oh I really need to walk my talk and I really need to make sure that um moving forwards like I am in integrity with what I'm saying and teaching because otherwise it's just empty and I'm not learning or growing from that either so um once I was finally able to really like step into true embodiment. And it's never perfect. I also want to like say that as well. Like personally, people are like, well, do you do like a morning practice every single day without And I'm like, actually like, no, I have a lot of flexibility with my days and how I operate because that's what works best for me. But there is a consistency and there is like that thread of um, always coming back to my craft and my truth and an embodiment in some way, shape or form. Um, but yeah, I just think that that is so important and it's definitely lacking and it drives me crazy when people are like, Oh, I did two day thing. And now I'm certified to like, you know, be this teacher or guru. And I'm like, ah, like that's terrifying. So mm-hmm. Yeah that's, that's a problem. Yeah, definitely.
1: But I I also think that's part of the process of like understanding too. Like, cause I mean, I've definitely been there. Like I know, like, but it was interesting, the things that were like a weekend thing, like those are actually the practices I don't even use in my craft Mm -hmm. and like, in my work, like my big thing is like kundalini yoga. That was a 200 hour like certification. You know, like the real, and I've been practicing every day in some way or form for five years. Like that to me is embodiment where I feel I'm qualified to teach because I live it. Yes.
0: Sometimes, like, so I think there's like a time and a place for certifications and it depends like what we're talking about here. But I think people get so wrapped up in like, oh, I need XYZ certification or XYZ training when what you just said about like, living it every day, practicing it every day. Like that's where the shift is. And that is what, um, creates mastery in my mind. And so Mm -hmm. I always say, well, okay, like if you're somebody who preaches about like mindfulness, like it's not that you necessarily need like a mindfulness certification, but what are you doing on a daily basis to be mindful? Like what is your practice? And it becomes your essence. exactly.
1: And people feel it. Right. Yeah. Like, I just feel like our bullshit meters so strong lately. And it's, it's, how are you using this as, as a part of like your being? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you really integrating this into your being? Yeah, Exactly.
0: And it's not easy. It's just and if it was easy, everybody no. would be doing it. so, mm-hmm. but
1: I think that's what's also missing with like the spiritual community is the lack of depth. Like I call it basic bitch spirituality, yeah. where it's just like, you know, like a certification or you buy yourself a deck and like, just to put pretty like flat lays on Instagram. <laughs> but it's like, how are you like, actually, are you actually working with these tools? Are you actually embodying with these tools? Are you actually connecting? And for me, like, I'm just so done with the surface level spirituality of like, oh, I bought this crystal, but like, are you actually, you know what I mean? Like the materialism that is in the spiritual community right now without really like reverence. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I so agree with that. And so it's interest. It's an interesting conversation too, because it's like, <sighs> we want more people to become, um, aware of this in the tools and the craft and everything. And so it's like, to what extent is it important that it becomes mainstream and that people at least like have a taste of it to enhance like their everyday life? Like, because if I think of some of my friends who are in the corporate world, like even just like knowing about mindfulness or having a crystal that they might not even know like what the hell it means or what to do with it. But like when they hold it at work, it helps them like calm down for whatever reason. Like is, is that, even though it's surface and basic, like if it's having a positive effect in their life, like, is that okay? And like, is that enough? Or is it like, we have to go, I don't know. Like, I feel so torn about this sometimes because it's like, yes, surfacey is like out of integrity, especially if you're teaching it, right? But like some of the surface things do create shifts. So I'm all about like- What is there? I can understand what you're saying too, because
1: it is part of the flow of like diving in deeper. But I'm saying more so as like the basic spirituality of like teaching. Like if you're here to be a teacher- You need to have a depth and Yogi Bajan would say, if you want to master something, you have to teach it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm so with you there because I mean, that's like everything that (laughs) that's like my whole messaging around the certification is Mm -hmm. like, we can't just like skim the surface. We have to go deep and to go deep, to be the teacher though, you also have to like the whole entire first part of the certification is about experience, using the tools to experience these shifts and transformations in your own life. Because I believe that when you experience them for yourselves and you're practicing these things every single day, that piece of embodiment, then that's when you can speak from experience. That's when like you are so in integrity because it's your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the connection. Like people, like the opposite of addiction is connection. And this world more than ever is craving connection of someone being like, Hey, like I see you, I know what you're going through. You're not exactly. alone. And this is how I've been able to overcome it. And I want to help guide you to show you how I've been able to overcome. Yep.
0: Yep. A million percent. Cause we'd have people who applied and they're just like, well, I, what if I just like want to get like the tools and like the techniques? I'm like, this is not for you. Like you, like it's, crucial that you go through the first part of mastering this embodying this for yourself and if you're not available for Mm -hmm. that then like you should not be given these tools to teach other people
1: well that's the other thing too it's like I know with me with my with my programs it's like the first thing I really make sure is that they're looking at their own life and their own selves. Like you need to work on becoming into that space of wholeness within yourself before you're just going out there and building the business, right? Like it's like, you coming in that that solid container with that confidence of like hey like this is my story this is my journey i've been able to heal my subconscious and reprogram my subconscious i am really like honoring my energy my unique rhythm and flow so that i can fill up my cup and be able to serve from a space of wholeness rather than from a space of scarcity or what have you
0: absolutely and also like it's not going to sell. Like if that's like what you're trying to do, like it's not going to sell. I mean, maybe it will, but you'll self-sabotage in some way, shape or form because the identity that you're subscribing to the belief system is like that. You actually like don't know this stuff. You aren't a master of your craft. You haven't lived it. Um, But like people can sense the energy and the confidence behind it. And when you sell something and you're not certain about it, like other people pick up on that a hundred percent. And so, a lot of times, mm-hmm. people have been asking me, like, why have your launches recently been so successful? And I'm like, it's because I believe in what I'm teaching, like, to an extreme. Like, I know this works for myself, like, through and through, for all like the pe- hundreds now of pe- people who it's have your gone truth. through. Yeah, yeah, like it's like there's just so much certainty. Like, there's no wonkiness in the past. There's been like, oh, well, I think I'm teaching this the right way, but like, I don't really know. I kind of got an. A- Experience or a shift with this. So like I think I can teach it. Um, but now it's just like this is my life, this is who I am. Like, I believe in this so much. So yeah, I'll show up and speak about it all day long.
1: hmm And it's that confidence and that, like that we said, it's the embodiment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing that's really cool too. Like, because I want to talk more about your program. Because I was like, what's this? You know. But um, you know, it's like we have such this beautiful opportunity where we can blend all these different modalities and facets and create something unique you know like I think that's like the blue ocean that we have where it's like you know there's there's definitely an oversaturation of coaches and stuff but there's also an opportunity for you to honor and pick up on the pieces that resonate with you the 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 modalities that yeah. have helped you mm-hmm. and how do we blend it all together to create something unique. So even if you've been someone who's done a lot of certifications, but there are certifications that you've actually embodied and resonate with, and you're not just trying to push out there to make money, but to actually like teach and share, you have an opportunity to create something uniquely yours. Yeah. And there's no one out there doing that because no nothing out there has the has nothing out there has your essence, nothing out there has your 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 special taste and your flavoring.
0: Yes, absolutely. I always say that um, if somebody were to go ahead and like teach my program word for word, the same like same format, same words, everything like people would get an entirely different experience out of it just by who is standing in front of them and speaking the words and holding the space. And so I think that that's just such an important thing to say because so many people are like, well, there are business coaches out there. There are Kundalini, um, like, you know, leaders and there are like spiritual practitioners and whatever. And it's like, yeah, there are, but no one is doing it in your way. No one has your history, your essence, your magic. And so it's impossible for like there to be, you know, any um competition when everybody is truly so unique and i think it's so great too because there are all these modalities and people always are like well like is nlp or like hypnosis or whatever like the thing that like you know works i'm like i believe it works because i experienced such profound change with it and that's my truth other people like they might not resonate with it and like kundalini might be their thing so like try it on see if it fits, feel out how it aligns with you. But like, it's, there's never one answer or one thing. It's just what feels most um, true for you. And I think that the more that Mm -hmm. we like, like the more I see people like trying to like find like the one size solution or the magic pill, the more I'm like, this is not for you because yes, it has the power to do that. But I really do not want to be attracting people who are like, looking for something external and outside of them to be the solution because ultimately i think at its core essence the most powerful things help you tune into who you are and tap into what's inside of you to create the change and so i think people have to the inner is creating
1: the outer you have to do the deep internal work first especially if you're going into this field like Mm -hmm. without a doubt and it's interesting because like I, it reminds me a lot of like cookie cutter approaches, you know, yeah. and those don't work. <laughs> they don't work. They don't. Like, you them. know, we're all, <laughs> yeah, me too. And I was just like, I've spent like tens of thousands of dollars on these damn cookie cutter approaches and then just left me like in the dust. Totally. totally. And it, and I think that's, a that's another part of like going through that process of like gaining confidence in yourself as well, right? Like if you keep going in the cookie cutter, it's a harder time for you to trust your intuition and to believe in your own worth and the worth of your craft and the worth of your medicine. Yeah,
0: because what I found too is I was putting coaches on pedestals and I was making like their word gospel and more important than my truth Um, And that was really, really dangerous and really disappointing because when I saw that they were human, they came crashing off the pedestal. Then I questioned like everything I was doing. Um, So something that I like to practice and that I like to just say to my students, too, is like, Yeah. Okay. I might be the person who created this experience, but really this is a collective, like I am not up here. You are not down here. We are in circle together. Like your truth is the most important thing that there is. So in this experience, I'm going to be sharing what's worked for me, what I've seen work for other people and what I'm really excited about. Now, I invite you to try it on, like I was saying before, and see what resonates, take what does leave what doesn't. If something feels off, let me know so we can personalize it and tweak it and customize it to completely match you because I do not want to create these cloned carbon copies of me. Like that's not what I'm here for. Like this is about you Mm -hmm. and your journey and figuring out what your unique path is. And so I think that in order to do that, like it's so important that we like take ourselves off the pedestal too and really encourage people to see everybody inside as valuable and as human. Um, And that we're all in this together. We're all on a journey learning as well. Like I'm not up here, you're not down there. We're all like, you Mm -hmm. know, in all the different things. We're all in
1: our different ebbs and flows. We're all in different stages of our lives. And I think that's like part of like the humbleness, you know, and I know for me, like, Sometimes I like, you know, just I've been now very diligent and very intentional in who I'm bringing into this space yeah. because I've seen the false prophets. Like I'm a sociologist, like I have my degree in marketing and sociology. So I study groups of people like that's what I've been trained to do. <laughs> and I know for me, it's it's like you said, it's really crucial to make sure that the people we are learning from too still embrace their humanness yes. yes and not this like spiritual egotism of like oh well I have a blue check mark next to my name on Instagram so I bow down to me yep
0: I am so like I can't agree with you more and um and I think it's like our responsibility too though so it's like who we're learning from, like, of course, like, I think that we should be very um, selective about who we choose to, like, be in someone's energy around. But also, like, it's up to us to take them off the pedestal, because some or pedestal, because Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't even put themselves there, we do. And so I think we have to be really careful about our own projections as well, and realize that we're responsible for um, that. And we can shift that if we want to as well.
1: Like the hierarchy, right? Like, yeah, the false prophet and like all of that. I mean, I'm just in this space right now where I am so transparent about it because there's not enough people talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I believe in this work because it's helped me. Like we just said, like, I believe in, in this, you know. And with that, I also believe, oh, it's 11 here right all now. Right. <laughs> I also believe that we have to become aware of who we give our power to. Yes.
0: Yeah. And that's like, that's why I freaking love the work that I do and that you do, because it's not about um, people giving us power, putting the power in our hands. It's about like us helping put the power back in, in their hands and showing them like, that is ultimately like what I'm teaching people to do inside of these programs. It's like giving them the tools the to support the practices for them to be like, oh, like it's all inside of me. Like I don't need Lexi to facilitate some process or something like I have the power to do this. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, because like the last thing I want is some for people to think like there's something like magical and amazing about me and that they need me in order to create Mm -hmm. the The codependency.
1: Yeah, it's dangerous. Right? That's that's what's it showing is like the codependency. I just, it's really, it's just really fascinating. Like I said, just watching like what's happening and just also while I watch, like being gentle with myself as to where I used to do that. Oh yeah. Right? And that's been the, the real opportunity for me to reclaim my power back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also too, like just another note, is like, I used to notice in the past, like I would be, if there, if I wasn't getting a certain result that I wanted, like I would totally put it on the coach of the program and I'd be like, well, you know, this program doesn't have this support or like that support or this or that. And of course there's like, to a degree, like, well, not to a degree, to a very high degree, like as coaches, as people who are um, facilitating responsibility, We have a responsibility to provide like, you know, top level support and um, content and all that stuff. And I also realized like there was a certain point where I just made a decision that no matter what I invest in, no matter what I do, like I am going to get what I came from. Like the intention is that like it is up to me if there's something off, or if I know that I can get be supported in a better way to speak up and to say something or to shift something about the way that I'm doing and to really claim that radical responsibility because it's so much easier to like, put it onto somebody else um, versus, you know, take it for yourself. And I've been learning this lesson a lot too because I'm on this whole, you know, sexuality journey as well. And I feel like kind of like a newbie in in this journey. Um, even though it's something that I've been exploring for years now, but I realized like I was putting a lot of like the blame on my husband for things like, well, he's not like this enough or that enough. And if only he did this or did that, like then, then like we would have like total fireworks every single day and like, whatever. And then when I was really honest, I was like, Oh shit it's not him. It's me. Like I'm the one who's not taking responsibility for certain things in the way that I am loving myself and being with myself. And that is leaking into, um, how I'm showing up in the relationship. And so it's just, I think it's
1: what I, cause I've been working through that too. It's that like external validation of approval, as well, without taking that responsibility of like an opportunity for me to validate my own self, to approve of my own self. And I think a lot of that has to do with like subconscious, you know, and childhood programming and things like that. Like, were we accepted by mom and dad? Like, how are we in school? Like, you know, I Mm -hmm. think for me, the biggest thing has been like, that's been the biggest thing that I've really worked through is that like that, that need of approval. Right. And I think back of yeah. like going to school and like trying to fit in with the popular girls, but then realize like, I was always like, I was like paving my own path and I was not born to fit in. I was made to stand out. And then that mm. happened again when I came into this industry, like trying to yeah. hang out with the popular girls. And then I realized like, I actually don't want to be with those people either. Like So I think it's so crazy when you can see the patterns and I know that's a lot of the work that you're helping people really focus on is like, what are the patterns that are causing the limitations and the self-sabotage and the holding back of really going out there and unleashing Mm -hmm. your medicine, unleashing and sharing your magic, your uniqueness.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. Oh, it's such like important in just radical work. And it's just, it's just so fascinating to see like when you step into like the observer position and you're just like, Oh, like that's interesting. And, and it's just bringing awareness to mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, obviously there's deeper levels to transmute things, but even just being able to go from this space of um, blaming or being like in a victim mindset or whatever it is to, almost neutral where it's just like, Oh, like, I'm just going to look at the situation with total zero judgment, all love and just be like, Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's that pattern again. There's that pattern again. And not being like, you suck. What's wrong with you? Like, why are you doing this again? But just being like, interesting. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: And, and even that alone, like there's steps after that, but even that alone, there's so much power in that. Um, So I'm always encouraging people like as like step one is just to notice, just become aware and remove judgment and see like what's there for you because it can be really a fascinating experience.
1: Which is interesting because next year, 2020, we're going into a four year, which is in Kundalini Yoga. We talk about how we're not one body, but we're actually 10. We have six energetic, Mm -hmm. one physical and three mental. And Mm -hmm. so next year is a four year. And so we are going, and I talked about this two episodes before with Remington uh Donovan and we're and it's it's the year of the neutral mind next year.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So I Love feel that. like we're in the these last weeks of not just 2019, but we're in the last weeks of this decade and this decade was tumultuous. Like we had 2012. <laughs> we had the current president we have. We had like, you know, it's a lot of us were oh. like in our a lot of people here listening, we're in our twenties still trying to figure out who we are. We're all in our thirties or dry going towards our thirties, and there was a lot of shit that we've had to work through, and yeah. we're in these last weeks of like being able to observe and see how far we've come, yes, you know, and to see like the discernment. And like the boundaries of what you will and will not stand for anymore. Yes. And I feel like that's why it's been really gnarly, especially like the past couple of years and this year and this summer was super brutal. I don't know, like Leo season kicked my ass and so many other people's asses. But we are having to face what is no longer in alignment with us as we go into 2020 crystal vision. And that takes work.
0: Yes. Yes. Like I've been feeling the crunchies (laughs) so much lately because yeah, like, I mean, I've experienced the most quote unquote success that I ever have inside of my business, but it's also, you know, created these things that I didn't even think I had to think about inside of my business prior and really like stepping into like the CEO business woman leader of my company has been such a stretch in terms of like managing team, um, looking at finances in a new way and like really having these boundaries about our policies and procedures with, um, you know, clients and students and like things that like are not sexy or not fun, but like you were saying, it's like a call for like what you're available for and what you're not available for and really really taking a stand for, I'm going to operate moving forwards as well and who you're gonna be. And that can be really, really uncomfortable in the transition, but it's been incredible to just see like when I continue to choose like my truth and like the higher version of who I am, AKA the truest version of who I am, yeah. Magic does happen, even though it can be crunchy in between.
1: And that again, like, you know, like the, the more that the more that there's on the plate, like, you know, the more the abundance and things, the more responsibility there also yeah. comes to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like something that I'm also trying to, you know, wrap my mind, body, soul around is like, I think that there's like that fear or that limiting belief of okay, well, as I grow, as I become more visible, as I like have more students inside of my programs, like does it become more difficult? Does it become like, you know, more things to deal with? Mm-hmm. And so like, yes, there is more responsibility. And I'm also trying to figure out like, how can I play with this more like quantum versus mm-hmm. like, oh, it's going to be harder and it's tougher and like old paradigm thinking versus like, okay, well, yeah, there might be new things added into the mix, but how does it get to be easier and more enjoyable too? Like how do I get to be more supported by team um and, you know, spirit and this and that and really be held in rising to my into my leadership into my sovereignty and all that stuff. So, something that I'm definitely in the process of right now and so form it's into. a form
1: of sovereignty in that way too of choosing yeah. like Do I allow this belief to be the truth because this is what I've been conditioned to say? This is what it is. Or do I choose to allow it to be with more ease and grace? Do I choose to allow myself to set myself up to experience that and take action to experience that? Because it's more than just like the desire. It's like, okay, you have that desire. Cool. But what are you actively doing to allow that desire to be experienced?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think that the only rules are the rule. like there are no rules except for the rules that we make. And like in our queendom, kingdom, whatever it is, like we literally get to choose the rules and live according to them. And like the, the laws of the universe or of our queendom, like adapt to like what we say they are. So when I decided like in the past, like well launches have to be hard and stressful and done in a certain way that was truth and that was my reality but when I chose like oh no I get to launch in a way that feels really good to me I gets to feel fun and easy like I don't have to do five-day challenges or this or this or that like that became law that became truth and that was what was created in my reality so I think we have to be very very careful about our beliefs and the rules that we're creating for ourselves because those are what come to play.
1: Because again, this is all your creation.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. It sounds
0: so woo and out there. I mean, I'm, I know the people who listen to this are like so into that, um, but like it's very practical. Still, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm always just reminded. Like it sounds crazy, but it, it's it's so true, and you've seen it time and time again. So, what do you choose? What do you desire? What do you want? And like you said what are the, like the activating actions and things that you can put into place to like initiate those things and get them um, rolling and becoming your reality. So mm-hmm. yes. also cool. It's I mean, and this is, I feel like there
1: needs to be more conversations about that because it's more than yeah. just like investing in a program and then like expecting the results. It's like, what are you actually doing <laughs> and taking initiative to experience. Trust me, I've been there too. Like me too. Totally have been there. I've spent Mm. lots of money on programs. I actually the other night I burned all of like I had like a stack of like freebies and like worksheets and like all the shit that I had like where I was so still feeling so insecure about like my business and my craft, right? Mm. And I just had them sitting in my office and I'm like, this is dense. Like this is not serving me and I burned it. I love that. How'd it feel? Oh, I've been burning a lot of things lately. Like (gasps) I I burnt some decks the other day on the Equinox that I don't Mm. resonate with anymore or that just don't feel in alignment. I burned some old books of teachings that I was a devotee to when I first started the spiritual path. I've burned those worksheets. The thing is like, that is me showing the universe that I am creating space to receive the next level. Yes.
0: Yes. Like it's so important to like, I think people, um, this is like something that we have in orientation. It's like clearing the clutter, both physically and mentally and emotionally and energetically Mm -hmm. and all the things. Um, But like the physical stuff has such a profound impact on our energy. And Oh my God. Like, I mean, just think about like clearing out a desk or like a little corner in your home. Like it sounds like a silly task or to do, but it really does just create so much more space that is available for the things that are now in alignment for you but it clears if, the stagnation too yeah and the exactly. density mm-hmm. exactly it's like having all that shit is just like lowering the frequency or keeping it the same and when you get rid of that it's like so much space for something higher and more aligned to come in and mm-hmm. that's awesome that's powerful
1: yeah because i'm in that space of like okay cool if there's like a program i've done in the past where there's even like you know, if I have lifetime access to, I can just go back to that, especially because like probably the things I wrote when I first embarked on that journey, like I don't probably resonate with that because I've evolved.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I completely agree. Oh my goodness. I like, and now I'm like, what do I have? I did a pretty big clean moving over here to Bermuda. We got rid of like 75% of our stuff, I feel like. So Mm -hmm. that was a, a big letting go of, but I'm like, I'm sure there's Digitally, like digitally, I think like there's like a lot of random. And that's the thing we have to remember
1: now too, is like back then there weren't external hard drives and all the things, you know, now we have like another layer that we have to take responsibility for the energy of.
0: Yeah. And I like just, again, noticed that like, I have such a pattern of like hoarding Mm -hmm. uh, and like, yeah, like, okay, there's, well, maybe I don't need that freebie down the line or like, this is kind of like in the past now, but even, even now I'm like, oh, that was like a good idea that I saw like on somebody's like Instagram feed, like save that for inspiration for later or whatever it is. And I've noticed, like, I I used to be like, I collect things. and like, I keep them organized, but I'm like, no, I fucking hoard. And so just to observe that I'm like, Oh, like interesting, like what has me in this like hoarding mentality, clearly, like I don't trust maybe what is, and like, feel like I need to like go back to these other things. And so again, just that awareness and like digging a little bit deeper into it, not making it wrong or bad, but like, okay, this is just what is, what do I desire instead? What's available for me? And how can I move forward into this new space? And how can
1: I start aligning um, to that version of me that is in that new space?
0: Yep, exactly like, what would she do differently? Mm -hmm. I'll probably not like save that fricking freebie or like sign up for it, like just
1: because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So then I just wanna, I wanna go around that with talking about your certification program. Because you have yes. all the different, like, you know, the NLP and the EFT and the hypnotherapy and all these different modalities that can help us. Because a lot of that is subconscious as well. Like, yes, exactly. That hoarding, like it's what you saw as a child, like maybe that's how you were raised with your parents or again, like the scarcity or whatever the story is, you know, that's so Um, deeply programmed in the cellular memory of your body, of your mind. Like it's so critical to really like purge. So I'd love to hear more about um, the different modalities that this program really shares.
0: Yeah. So like, just to kind of like, just speak about that for a second too is like, the way that I see it, and I am for those of you who are not um, watching this, I'm kind of making a ball with my hands. but the way that I see it is like we have like the core true essence of who we are, like our profound magic, our soul, whatever it is that you want to like say, but like the truth of us here. And then we have like all these layers of conditioning from society, from our family, from our upbringing, these like lies or whatever. And so it like creates like all these layers on top. And so a lot of the conscious stuff like it will kind of like just like skim the surface or like dust off the surface but it's just dusting off like the top layers whereas like with the subconscious reprogramming you're really able to like take each layer off and really um get into the truth of who you are and really like just release the conditioning release um, the lies that you've told yourself, that society has told you, or whatever it is, and really come back to who you truly are. So it's not about becoming somebody else or like you know. I, I sometimes say like next level you or next version you, but it's really just the truest, truest version of you. And so NLP, EFT, time techniques, hypnotherapy, all these things are just different tools and modalities to shed those layers and to release those, you know, limiting beliefs, negative patterns, disempowering thoughts, all that stuff. So, um, yeah. Like, do you want me to talk about like each one of them specifically? Sure. I mean,
1: if people don't know what these are, like, what's that, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 So NLP, (laughs) it sounds like super geeky is neuro-linguistic programming and it works with both the conscious and the unconscious mind. Um, you know, all of these things, like I said, it really helps to remove those like limiting beliefs and yada, yada, yada. But basically like the idea of NLP is like, is all about modeling excellency. So um, they, the founders of NLP, they basically like looked at the people who are most successful in these various fields and like really observed like what they were doing so they could then model that and teach other people how to model this. And so specifically too, in terms of like, dealing with phobias, getting rid of like anxiety, being able to like reprogram the mind. They were like, okay, who are like the leading people who are the best at this? Like, what is their method? What is their madness? And they developed like these different techniques, like from all these situations. So NLP is like actually a living, breathing thing. There aren't like set techniques and like, those are the only ones, like there are the very well-known ones, but it's also about learning like the principles and the practices, um, and the, like the theory of how to sort of like create change on the subconscious level. Um, And then you can also like sort of create your own um, techniques from it with those principles, which I think is really cool. Um, Then there is time techniques, which is kind of like, uh, it's like a technique within MLP, but it really it's it's similar to timeline therapy where you um, you work with your timeline and people visualize and experience their timeline in various ways. But it helps to get to the root of a limiting belief or the root of um, a negative emotion and eliminate it from the root. Mm hmm relive the trauma or you know the pain of the actual event so it's like crazy crazy powerful I did that this Um, weekend
1: like oh you did yeah because I'm I'm writing my book right now and so I like had two pieces of like computer paper I've like a calendar paper because it's big and I just did like the timeline like page one was like before I got struck by lightning and page two was like after I got struck by lightning and it brought up a lot like I'm sure. it was the most vulnerable practice I've ever done.
0: Mm. Mm. Oh my God. I bet. Yeah. I can't, I'm like, now I want to read your book. <laughs> I can't wait to read your book. I'm sure it's going to be amazing, but oh, yeah. Thank like, you, babe. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Um, and then hypnotherapy, I'm sure people have like heard about it before, but, um, there's different techniques that are more overt or covert and there's like the way that people think of hypnotherapy is like, you know, like close your eyes and relax. There's also like hypnotic language patterns and how you can use those, um, to speak to the subconscious mind, like even in conversation to help people eliminate those unwanted habits and beliefs and whatnot. And then EFT is basically, um, it's a set of techniques that's designed to balance the energy system of the body Tapping. And Yeah, it's exactly tapping. So it's based on the same scientifically proven principles as acupuncture, but like no needles needed. So that's nice. Um, And again, it's just like another way to work with the conscious and the subconscious. Um, And then I have integrative alchemy, which is my own methodology and my own um, modality that like, kind of takes all the fucking things that I've learned over the years. And alchemizes them together in that integrative way hence integrative alchemy um so like things like shadow work things like working with archetypes things like i mean all different coaching skills i mean look, there's like so much woven into it ancient and modern magic like you know all the stuff so it's very multi-dimensional to sign say, me
1: up right like shit
0: <laughs> yes it's It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm so proud of it. And it's just so cool to see the results that our students are getting even like in the first couple weeks of the program alone. So I'm excited for the remaining six months inside. It's going to be epic.
1: And so when are you launching it again? Yeah. You're launching it again. You're launching, you're launching it again in February, correct?
0: I am. So we will be enrolling prior to that, but the next round, the winter collect. For 2020 begins February 24th. So mark your calendar.
1: And if you want to, uh, you can sign up by checking out the link in the show notes below, or you can check out bit.ly, all in caps, I A-P-S-S. And when you sign up through there, you're also gonna get a one-on-one coaching call with me where we can Ooh. come up with market strategy for you. Oh, okay. <sighs> That's epic. Yes. That's
0: amazing.
1: Yes. So that's part of my gift for you for joining through the Sovereign Society podcast here. So again, it's bit.ly slash I A P S S all in caps. Um, but I mean, this is it sounds incredible. And I'm so proud of you. And to like I said, mm-hmm. I've been watching your journey for so long and to just see how it's evolved. Like it's so incredible. Like I'm so proud of you, girl. Like, way to crush it. Like boss bitch right here, like crushing it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I
0: love you. I received that. Thank you so much. It feels so good to be here in this space and I'm excited for what's to come to, but I I really appreciate that reflection. Thank you. Yeah.
1: And that's, you know, like we've been talking about this whole episode, like if you are just getting started and like, you're seeing where, where Lexi's at right now, like don't beat yourself up because this has been a journey for her. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh God, a fucking long, not a long journey, but like six years. Right. And even before that, I was doing entrepreneurial pursuits that were flopping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, never judge, you know, chapter your chapter one to anyone else's chapter one for that matter, but let alone their chapter like 10 or hundred.
1: Yeah, totally. So I want to wrap up this conversation with a quick lightning round. This has been so fun. Ooh. Okay. What does sovereignty mean to you? Hmm.
0: Sovereignty to me, like, yeah, the first thing that comes to me is just like being able to choose what you, de- like. it's like what you desire in any moment. So sovereignty to me today might be like being in my power in a certain way. So for example, like I, today in this moment, sovereignty is all about me stating my boundaries and me being in my truth and me really being clear on my desires and communicating those with myself and with others in this moment. But true sovereignty is being able to change that definition whenever I desire and to know that it's going to evolve over time as well.
1: Yes, I love that.
0: Okay, so what's been
1: an animal totem that's been guiding you and really supporting you on this path?
0: Mm. (laughs) Hmm... I want to say unicorn cuz I say unicorn for everything but no it's it sounds silly but I've always loved unicorns before they were cool um but I before think they they me, before they were trendy before they were trendy for real I yeah I've had yeah unicorns around me like all my life um but I think to me it just represents something that is so unique so magical And it like doesn't give a shit if you don't believe in it or not, because it's still there. It's still sparkling. It's still doing its thing. And um, it just keeps reminding me to come back to my truth, my magic all the time. And that I don't have to be like anybody but myself. And that when I am myself, that's when I shine the most brightly as well.
1: Mm, I love that. Who is someone that's really inspiring you right now?
0: Ooh, someone inspiring me right now. Oh, Okay. I'm going to say Alexa Martinez. So she is my sex coach. Um, and she's just such an epic, amazing human. And, um, she's somebody who's been so patient with me through the process of my own, uh, resistance and weirdness and, you know, all the things that come up when navigating something new. And she's helped me really, um, do this my way in a way that feels good for me and just yeah, I just think that she's such a cool human and she just creates such a space of love, um, and acceptance and it's, it's beautiful. So definitely check her out.
1: Amazing. Okay. So what would you say to younger Lexi?
0: (laughs) Oh, younger Lexi, I love you so much. Um, oh, it makes me emotional. I just, I don't think there's anything I would say to do differently but just to keep staying true to you and I know that I keep saying that and it sounds so fucking corny but it's just like you know your truth you know your power like remember it continue to choose it in every moment because I think where I got confused and lost along the way was just putting my power in other people and to do that and I had to learn those lessons so I wouldn't change a thing, but just tell her that she's doing great. And, um, I love her. Yay.
1: Where can we find more of you?
0: You can find more of me over at Lexi D'Angelo.com And I mean, Instagram is really where I hang out. So Lexi D'Angelo over on Instagram, that's L-E-X-I-D-A-N-G-E-L-O. I'm always in stories and DMs. So come say hi.
1: Awesome. And what would be one last little bit of advice you would give to those who are listening?
0: Mm, I didn't think this was going to be my message, but be patient. Like that is something that I know I struggle with. I want things to happen like yesterday. Um, But I think be patient and have faith and always be tapped into your vision and know that it's available and ready for you right now. And It's the micro commitments of continuing to choose it over and over again and having the faith that it is going to be your reality, even when you're not seeing the physical or tangible evidence and allowing faith to be the bridge between where you are now and where you know you are going to be in the future. Oh, that makes me cry. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) oh I love you thank
1: you so much for coming and sharing your magic and your wisdom and your truth and I appreciate you and like I said I'm so excited to continue to watch this evolution of you and your business and your medicine and just to see how I just like I feel like if there's anyone who like I appreciate with branding it's you because I'm always like god this girl's on it all the time like and I, I really value that like that's like My passion in business is branding like it's it is what it is. And so, again, like I'm just so inspired by you and your work and and seeing what's possible. So thank you again for sharing all of your truth here and continuing to going out there and and sharing all the things.
0: Thank you for having me. You are incredible. You are just such an amazing person. soul, all the things. My dogs are going crazy. I love you and I appreciate you. So thank you for having me. This is so fun.
1: Yes, thank you. And thank you everyone for tuning in and go check out all the things Lexi has to offer because she always has so much valuable content she's sharing. So thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll be chatting with you all soon. Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the sovereign society podcast to keep this conversation flowing. I invite you to join us over at the sovereign society, private Facebook group, and to follow us over at sovereign society podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcast. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because I've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam.